Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello and welcome, kinky and curious folk out there. My name is Sir All. To this life in around 2009, I was introduced to it by my first submissive. Her name is Nikki. And to tell the truth, um, when she first introduced me to it, I really thought that, you know, like a lot of people, whips and chains and leather and masks and stuff like that. And little, little to my uh, little knowledge that I had, to my surprise, my God, it was just so in-depth. And what I learned was, when I started learning, I started learning the roles and the mental aspect of it is what she really introduced me to. Uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. And I never knew it was that deep. And as I got more into it, I understood why she introduced me to it. I understood why she became my first submissive. I really do. She saw qualities in me that the roles of dominance have. And once I read up on the lifestyle and... um you know, over the years found my place in it. I found how to cultivate more things of myself, um, more aspects of myself as far as nurturing. Um, and I think nurturing is part of the lifestyle that people don't really discuss as much. I think we see um, dominance just giving orders and do it my way and you get punishment and you get a spanking and those types of things but no one really talks about how dominant is really a nurture and how you must take your mind and put it in someone else and you're taking your mind and put it in someone else because you want to set the agenda you want to set the table you want to set the direction and wishes to go this is what they trust you with. Submissives don't want to make a lot of decisions. You know, a lot of submissives are bosses at work or have to be a certain kind of way at work. And when they come home, they don't want to really, or their relationships, they don't really want to be the boss or they don't want to have to be in charge. They want to be able to relax. But in order for a submissive to really relax, a dominant must give her direction give her vision give her something to strive to something to work toward every day so this is not about task and doing it my way it's understanding that this is a shared journey between a dominant and a submissive and when I say shared those things are the vision and those things are agreed upon before submission is given. Once submission is given, everything is on the shoulders of the dominant. And it's a position of power, but it's also a position of great responsibility if you take it 
serious. Like all women, submissives seek stronger personalities. They seek dominance. And the very first person a woman wants to be protected from is herself. That's right. The very first person a woman wants to be protected from is herself. Why is that? I'm not trying to go on a male chauvinistic tirade here, so bear with me. Women see things differently than men do. They exist in this world differently than we do. They feel the environment differently than men do. Men are more physical. We use our physical force to make our way through the world. Women feel their way through the world. They see things that we can't. They feel things that we can't. But at the same time, the reason why they want protection from themselves is that women tend to overthink. They tend to worry about things that may not be important. And so when you have a person who is in, who's connected to the environment emotionally, and when you have all these thoughts going through your head, women have a way of putting energy into all those thoughts. Now, a spiritually cultivated person understands that your mind is producing thousands and thousands of thoughts every day. But you're not supposed to put energy into all those thoughts because some of those thoughts are just straight up destructive. They're not progressive. Or they just leave you stuck where you are. And this is the importance of a dominance direction. A dominance guidance. A dominance mastery of oneself. So for all the submissives out there that might be listening to this, right now I want you to say to yourself, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about Having a dominant who's nurturing, having a dominant that has direction, having a dominant that is a guide, a patient wolf, one who knows how to reach you, one that gets you, one that wants to know you. These things are important. In a world of 160 characters and pictures, a lot can get lost. Since the movie Fifty Shades of Grey came out, a lot of people who are steeped in this lifestyle, who have been in this lifestyle for years and years and decades, a lot of them have a disdain for the movie because the movie is very superficial. The movie is really of a guy that's an abusive that's an abusive behavior and this has sent a lot of newbies into this lifestyle looking for Christian Grey and what they're finding is 
Christian Dark, Chris Black, Chris Asshole, Christian Phony, Christian Fake. But this is what happens when you have 160 characters and pictures. You don't get the research. You don't get to actually talk to someone who's in the lifestyle so you can balance your you can balance yourself and you can also compare what you're receiving to someone who's knowledgeable someone who's knowledgeable can tell you the guy you have the dominant you have is a good one he's on the right path he knows what he's doing he's, he's skilled or, or he can tell you or they can tell you you have a fake on your hands and you need to run and run fast. Welcome to the world of BDSM. You must read before you play. You must ask before you play. You must seek someone who is knowledgeable. Do not believe what you see in pictures. Do not just go off 160 characters. You must really take your time. And the reason being is, the reason being is because in this lifestyle, this goes a little deeper than any other relationship. The bondage, the sessions, the pain, the erotica, it digs deep into your psyche. It digs deep into your, at least an, imp an impression on your soul. For example, Nikki, back to her. Nikki, as we progress through me learning and, you know, becoming her dominant and doing sessions, one day Nikki said she wanted to do a rape session. Now, that required me to go into a whole nother place that I had never been in. A place that I never thought about going into. Rape was nothing, it has never been anything that I've ever thought about. Because where I'm from, and my circle of friends, we pride ourselves on being able to have sex with women or get women on the strength of our conversation, on the strength of who we were, on the strength of being thorough. And rape is so aggressive. But being her dominant and being as though this is what she wanted, and I'm going to go down this road with her. And I did. The very first time was very difficult for me because she liked, not only did she like rape, but she liked rape by knife point. So she liked me to drag the blade over her skin, put it to her throat while I thrust my cock inside of her, cover her mouth, say crazy things to her. Yeah, that's very challenging. And I, and I, I have to admit that after the first time, you know, I really needed some some aftercare, right? Because my, my mind was like, wow, what what did I just do? What are we going, where are we going with this? And and she was like, I looked over at her and she was just so relaxed and so euphoric. 
And she put her arm around me and said, thank you. And it was after that time when I reflected on everything that I realized some of the things that I read and is that people tend to think that people in the lifestyle are just jaded, messed up, twisted, um, have been touched, um, have been wronged in some way or has some kind of wayward behavior. But really, a lot of people are just trying to heal themselves through BDSM, reenacting certain things, putting themselves in certain positions, not to relive the hurt, but to overcome it. Overcome it by allowing someone to have that power. This power in that. This power in submission. And after that session, I learned the power of submission. And I learned how a submissive can help me grow. How a submissive has really changed my world, changed my view. And the sessions after that were quite erotic. We took it up to next, to higher levels. We never got into cutting or anything, no blood stuff, but we've done a lot of, Nikki and I did a lot of crazy things. Um, you know, the spontaneity with her was just crazy. Oh, it was just really ridiculous. It was a lovely thing. But um, I learned a lot, and I thank her for that. And I know, and I've learned, um, I know that as a teacher myself, um, I, I, in my profession, I do teaching and, um, and I have a history of teachers in my, in my family. And so it's just natural that once I got inside of the psyche of BDSM and being a dominant after being in it for a while and having a, a submissive or two and then seeing the movie come into play and all the people jump in and all the people come into my page on Facebook and asking questions, just getting naked and all that, I realized that I needed to bring forth information, but I could only talk about my own experiences. But what happened, I met a woman on the page named Michelle. And Michelle, when she would come to the page, would always put things up about protection and submissives, submissives being knowledgeable. And one day I, I messaged her and I said, hey, would you mind being a part of the, uh, of the page? I mean, I really like the things that you post and I, I really would like to have somebody like you on board to help put that message out there. And she said, before I can say yes, I need to ask my dominant. I said, hey, respect. You know, I respect that. If need be, I can ask him. Um, this is not something that I'm trying to, you know, get her involved with me in any kind of way. It's purely for the page. And her dominant agreed. I thanked him very much for that. And Michelle stayed on with us for about a good three, almost four years. And it was great. We grew the Sir Inc. page from a couple thousand followers to over 25,000 people. 
that was that was nice. It has been a great journey. There's been a lot of us getting banned, a lot of pictures that got flagged. <laughs> but all in all, I must say that we did a great job at providing information. We did a great job at not being a mentor, but kind of listening to people and just kind of giving them a sense of direction to go into when it comes to the lifestyle. Um, you know, of course, sales will come to the page and say, I want you to be my my sir, but it just don't happen like that. It's not that easy. Because even as a even as a as a dominant and some of these submissives look great, you know, I mean, sweet women, great women, but you know, you just can't take it like that. You know, I'm not for everyone. And everyone is not for me. And I think that everybody needs to kind of have a little bit of that reserve in them. You know, take your time, get to know people. I've met a lot of great people. I've heard a lot of really good stories. And I've heard more horror stories. And so, this has fueled my passion to take it from a Facebook page with you know writings uh, my writings and poems and writings that I found of other people about the lifestyle and Michelle's initiative and the other countless four or five other admins that I just cannot think enough for helping me grow as a as a dominant help me grow Sir Inc the brand it has just been a great journey and the journey is still continuing. And as you see now from this podcast that I'm expanding, I want to get this word out there. I want to get conversation going because it is needed. This is more than 160 characters and pictures. We need teachers. We need responsible adults. The kids have gotten into the play, have gotten into play, and they're hurting people. They're hurting good, innocent people all around. There are subs out there playing games, acting like they want to meet, acting like they want to be down, only to hurt a, only to hurt a dom. Then a dom has to deal with sub, dom drop. Like a sub deals with sub drop, it goes both ways. And so for those are, that are responsible, for those that are serious, for those that really truly want a healthy BDSM relationship or just a healthy master or, or a healthy submissive that you deal with in a non-sexual way is available but there's ways that you have to go about getting it and that's what we're here for that's what we're here to discuss that's what we're here to talk about and so again my name is Sir All of Sir Inc and welcome to the Experience Podcast we will be bringing you various topics 
we will be bringing you information. And we want everyone to be safe, sane, and consensual. That's how we play. Until later. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Do email us at sirinq at sirinq.com. You can also follow us on sirinq on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace. That was quite an experience, wasn't it? Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast.